man, if only there was a company that had developed a virtual queue system that you could just reserve a spot in line to get on a boat <laughs> so you don't have to wait in a theater. I, I can't think of a company that's done that, but um, <laughs> oh well. everybody to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel. And Sam, we're doing a little sans kids sailing today, I feel like. We are. We're going to be talking adults only, but I I really like this because it's a little different than the topic that we've covered on really, I'll say really old shows. We covered the idea of adults only a long, long time ago, but I'm going to call this young adult sailing because our guests are quite a bit younger than you and I, and and they're kidless. And we were kidless on our cruises, not because Nathan didn't exist, but because we left him home, which I think a lot of people think is funny and weird. I think it's kind of funny and weird, but I am really excited. We're going to talk to Lindsay and Vincent today. Welcome, guys. Hi there. Hi. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Yeah, we're excited to chat with you guys. Thanks for reaching out. This is, I think, a really fun topic. But before we dive into the topic at hand, we have to do what we always do, which is to find out your Disney and cruising creds. So before the cruise that we're going to talk about today, did you have any experience with Disney via the parks, with cruising, either Disney Cruise Line or any other cruise line? Um, Let's start with Lindsay. Yeah, so I I grew up going to Disney World quite often with my family. I grew up very fortunate to travel a lot with them. So we are a total Disney-loving family, fell in love with Disney at a young age. And I had the great pleasure to be a, a cast member in college for a couple of seasons. And that was really fun. And then while in college, my family took their first and my family's only Disney cruise at, at that point. It was in 2015 on the Fantasy Western Caribbean. Um, and I hadn't cruised since because of because of COVID. And then and then once cruising came back, we were planning our wedding. And so it just didn't really Which come was also back to us in Disney. Yeah. So we got we got married in Disney. We're DVC members. So we just we all and got engaged Disney. and got engaged. <laughs> yeah. All oh, nice. That's awesome. Lindsay, what um, what area or what what was your role as a cast member when you worked there? So my my first internship with Disney, I was in a role that is that no longer really exists. It, it's called Vacation Planner. It was the ticket booths in front of the Magic Kingdom. Those booths still stand at the Transportation Center, but there's hardly anyone in them now because all of the ticket sales are digital, which is really efficient and, and cool. But, but it was a totally different world in, in 2014 when that internship took place. And then my, my second internship was not guest facing. It was uh, with the ticket production office where all of the everyone's annual passes, if it's getting mailed to you, is, is produced in, in this office. Lives under the Magic Kingdom. The office does, like right under Sir Mickey's, if you know where that is. Um, it's really, really cool time to get to be a backstage cast member and also have experience being on stage cast member. Fun. What about you, Vincent? What's your Disney experience and cruising experience? Yeah. Uh, so this was, of course, my my first cruise with Disney, but I had experienced a couple other cruises before that, uh, just a couple years ago. But my first big family trip was actually out to Disneyland for my fifth birthday. And then for my sixth birthday, we went to Disney World. So definitely from a young age. Uh, and then, you know, of course, growing up with, you know, all the classic 90s Disney movies, you know, it was super influential in my life. Then had gone a couple more times uh, with my little sister because her and I have a 10 year age gap. I was a little bit older than her. And so having the opportunity to go back, but I brought a buddy, <laughs> of course, with me at my, at my own age uh, so that that way I didn't have to get stuck with my little sister doing all the kitty rides, you know? <laughs> so we, we had gone a couple of times when I was older, about in my, my 20s, but it had been about 10 years or so since I had last gone, actually just about 10 years exactly, uh, since my last trip to any Disney parks. Our, our first trip, real big trip together actually was our engagement trip, which of course, Linz did not know about. <laughs> she had an inkling. She had a, a, a thought about it. I packed buttons just in case. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> These and uh, these these buttons that you packed for anybody not familiar with them, uh, I guess we're we're pretty nostalgic. Yeah, as they well. they used to make just engaged buttons. Now they only have the like catch all happy anniversary. Ones. 
or yeah, 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 whatever, happily ever after. Yeah. But as a cast member, I found some just engaged buttons and they stayed with me <laughs> for several years. And this trip was in December of 2020, the first Disney trip we took together. Mm-hmm. And I packed those buttons and they came in handy. Well, we need to hear the story of the engagement. Like we need to hear, yeah, we need to hear where that happened. Yeah. So you you need to know the first, I planned the heck out of this trip because I was like, this trip has to go so well because if it doesn't, he's not going to want to go back. And like, <laughs> I, I can't marry someone who's like not going to want to do this. Totally. So I planned, <laughs> I planned no pressure. every inch of that trip. And again, it was 2020, right? So like there were crazy resort rates. We were originally booked at Caribbean Beach and then a tower studio came available at Riviera. And I was like, oh my gosh, we we have to take this. And it was a really great rate. And um, so I had every every inch of the trip planned. And the second park day we took was to Animal Kingdom. And we're like walking around Animal Kingdom and he starts getting really anxious. Like we were super anxious. Like we're in line for dinosaur and he's like fidgeting. And I'm like, baby, we don't we don't have to ride dinosaur. I'm, I just keep looking at my watch. <laughs> it's like a it's like, like eleven o'clock at I'm that time. He's less like not into it. I'm like, we can we can walk around. I was like, do you want to go get a drink? He's like, let's yes. Let's get a drink. And and we ended up in a store and he bought me a lounge fly. And I was like, oh like little I'm safari like gushing, mini lounge fly. Gushing over it. Like, oh it's so sweet. And he's like, let's let's, let's get a picture. At the tree. So Oh yeah! I was like, let's get a picture with your with new, your bag. new lounge fly. <laughs> so we get in the line and we're like doing the thing. And so I'm, also, I'm gonna tell tell this cool cool spot. So real quick, too, my pocket I felt like was on fire because I just had the ring loose. like loose in my in my oh. pocket. Yeah, because otherwise, if you have so like even, the if you have it in the box, like you're gonna have a bulge in your pocket. It's yeah, be super noticeable, of course. And so. Anytime like we're walking and holding hands, I'm I'm like holding my arm out away Wait. from my body. <laughs> she, and, you know, she didn't think anything of it. Just but, it was, like really warm you know, or something. I don't know. Like just airing out my armpits or something. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, of course, you know, fast forward, we're we're in line. You know, we we set some of our things down, you know, in the little area away the from the, person the photographer. And uh, I turn around and Lynn's goes and sets the bags up in front. I turn around really quickly because I had been kind of like just scoping around. And fortunately enough, it was enough time for her to be away from me. But I turned around and and there's this dad who has three daughters. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm about to propose. Can you record this for me? (laughs) And all the daughters like just turn and look up at him and and like... They're like, yeah, yeah you like, say to. yes, you know. <laughs> and uh, for, fortunately enough, he got great footage, uh, was yeah. able to pick up enough audio and everything. And then, you know, the the photo pass photographer had no idea what was happening. <laughs> He's like posing us, <laughs> right? So, so then, we're doing these weird poses. So Linz and I are supposed to turn back to back. And I was like, all right, well, this is he. Perfect. He said something about like this is our last pose or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like happening. I've I've got to do this now. And so she didn't feel me back to back. And I so like she's tell, like, okay, well, this is weird. Moving downward, like I, he was on this side. I could tell he was like moving down. And in my head, I was like. I think he's proposing. And I turned and he was proposing. And I don't mean like we didn't set this here on purpose, but we have this photo here, oh. which I'm, listeners can't see. But like, it's the moment like PhotoPass caught our engagement. Yeah, perfectly. it was really cool. It was super, it was super sweet. You know, of course, uh, got some extra pixie dust from some, from uh, some cast members. And having of course, a public proposal is an interesting. <laughs> it was, it was really it was amazing and very endearing, a interesting. very supportive. And of, of course, kind of interesting during, during COVID because everybody wants to like come up and like be so like in your face, but then they're like, oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> you know, like, cause we're like masked. And so there was a like, is she crying? Very, is she all right? Yeah. Is she's happy. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a very dynamic situation there, but the, uh, after that, you know, we've had a couple other opportunities to continue to just, you know, keep making new memories because, of course, we've had so many with our families. Uh, so it's been really cool over the past couple of years, especially stepping into DVC to really enjoy making our own experiences together, you know, and, and being like little kids again. You know, of course, we didn't know each other for 20 some years, uh, but then also kind of like reenacting being little kids again. It's actually been pretty enjoyable. That's so fun. And you guys got married at Disney World. Is that right? Yeah. In November. In November, we... Uh, 2022. Yeah. 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 So like this this past November, we became Disney Vacation Club members in July of 2021. At And our home property is the, the Riviera Resort. So we wanted to stay there. It's fitting. We got engaged. We stayed there. So 
We were very fortunate to have all of our pre-wedding photography taken at the Riviera. And we took the Skyliner to... uh, Vincent and I took the Skyliner to our ceremony at Seabreeze Point, which is a little gazebo off the boardwalk, if you're familiar between the boardwalk and where Epcot is. And then our reception was at Citricose in the Grand Floridian because it just went through a major renovation and it's absolutely beautiful in there. Mm -hmm. And we surprised all of our guests with Mickey and Minnie and we had an amazing cake and... Yeah, it was like, it was really small, 29 guests. But it was a, a brunch wedding. So we got yeah. to have, uh, you know, like... The Mickey fun, Waffles. Yeah, and fun, yes. fun A mimosa bar was, yeah. was our alcohol moment. And yeah. it was it was wonderful. I, I, I we thoroughly enjoyed planning that wedding. That sounds really fun. And I love your t-shirts. I said this before we started recording, but right now you're wearing t-shirts for those who are listening to the podcast and not watching video. This, They're wearing shirts that say happiest husband on earth and happiest wife on earth. And they're adorable. <laughs> and I just love them. So we, we had these ready for our honeymoon, which we also went to Disneyland for. Straight, of straight course after you the did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to Disneyland and we spent a week at Aulani. And so we just had like this Disney... It's a marathon, marathon, so to speak. And then then since uh, going on the cruise, which was back in February of 23 now uh, of this year, uh, we figured it was so close still to our honeymoon. We're still like newlyweds. Yeah, so like everybody was like, oh, are you guys on your honeymoon? And we're like, still, kind of. It's a second honeymoon just a few months later. You know, nothing wrong with that. So that brings us to the cruise. So I feel like this is where we've got to dive into this cruise. You all are a young couple, newly married, no kids. Why did you decide to go on a Disney cruise? Let's start there. So we we didn't really plan to. Uh, it it just sort of happened. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever happened my way onto a cruise ship yet, but but I like where this is going. <laughs> you know what? Like as a as a crazy type A planner, have, like <laughs> have you guys ever seen some of those videos where uh, somebody just perpetually keeps falling falling forward and they just the like, keep stumbling yes. forward or something yeah. like that's that. kind of what it felt like it felt like that <laughs> because as a planner like when I, I plan out everything right like i love to be in control and like observing all the options this rate kind of appeared to us as really a, a special rate and i looked at vincent and i was like i i don't think that we're gonna have an opportunity with this again at a time where we're both available and we have time off to take like there's no no like major events happening in either of our careers. Like I think we just have to do it. So we we called into Disney Cruise Line and it was like a whirlwind. Like the 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 person I spoke to was like, Yeah, we have a veranda room. I'm like, awesome, cool. She's like, Oh no, never mind. Um, now we have an ocean view room. I was like, cool, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. We actually have an interior room, a deluxe interior. I said, Okay, great. Was, oh no, no, I'm sorry. A standard interior room. I was like, are we going to get any room on this ship? And so it, it, it was held for us 31 days out from sailing. And to me, that's just like cutting it so close to whether or not like it's worth it to plant like like we were like okay well now we have to figure out flights and we gotta you know are we are those are there gonna be any excursions left to book and we called my my parents and we were like are we crazy to take a cruise like in a month and they were like yes and you should go <laughs> so we did and um and we actually I I think that it was a great experience for us as first time cruisers together like our, it was our first cruise experience together. And his first Disney Cruise Line experience because there was zero expectation, right? Like we went in like not worried about whether or not we were going to get dining, specialty dining or any excursions. Like it was just, well, let's just see what we can experience. It was such an interesting way to experience a vacation when I'm used to planning everything down to the last moment that we just kind of got to really be present. and, And it was a really fun adventure. Yeah. So I'm curious, the booking a cruise last minute, uh, I sh- actually think we have a show coming up where we're going to be talking about this with somebody, but I kind of want to understand what, like what's, what's that experience like? I, I, I can't even imagine booking a Disney cruise like a month before it sails, uh, you know, or a few weeks before it sails. But is there anything different in the process that you had to navigate booking it last minute? I think just being prepared to learn quickly, right? Like I, I had sailed on with, with Disney before, but it had been several years and it was post-COVID. So I, I was trying to refresh my, my memory as a travel agent of what are we telling our clients right now and quickly download the app and check-in is tomorrow and all of the things. <laughs> so I guess just being flexible was, was and, and like zero expectation was the best way to go. 
So, I'm also so kind of used to traveling last minute though, which my wife, my wife just absolutely hates. <laughs> so to me, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. This is way too much time still to be so prepared. And I don't think we've said like which, which ship and itinerary did you end up booking? So we were on the fantasy. It was the second full week of February, Western Caribbean picks our day at sea. And it was the Super Bowl week and it was Valentine's Day and it was the week that Ant-Man Quantumania That's released right. all yeah. in this one crazy week um, on the ship. Yeah. Okay. So, so you booked the cruise. You got check-in the next day. Did you try to do any like activity booking or anything? like? I mean, was anything left that you wanted to do? Or were you, were you just like, we're going to get on the ship or go with the flow? I, that's a little kind bit of, of both. Yeah, so. a little of both. I, I prepped Vincent. I said, listen, there might not be anything. So we're gonna we're just going to see what happens, right? And so the first thing that I was able to book was the Hey Howdy Breakfast because that was available at, at the check-in point. And I, I could book that. And, I, and we, we also booked an Incredibles meet and greet for, for Pixar Day at Z. And then a couple weeks went by and I just kept refreshing the excursions just to see if anything would open up. And we did book an excursion in Cosimo. And I then was eventually able to get us one night at Paolo dinner. And then a week before the cruise, a champagne tasting opened mm-hmm. up on Valentine's. So I grabbed that too, right? So it was just kind of being open. And like I said, again, zero expectations was the way to go. Okay. So I'm curious, what kind of room did you get on board? Was it like a, I don't even know, like that close to a cruise? Is it a GTY automatically or did were you able oh, to get a room? Yeah, yeah. It, it was a guarantee. But, and, and, and once we finally were able to secure one on the phone with the, with the person we spoke to, it was a standard inside state room. And, uh, but before I had cruised with a veranda state room with my family, and I did have like a bit of a snob moment where I looked at Vincent and I said, is it worth it? Like, is it worth it to sail in an interior? And he looked at me and gave me the like, are you serious? And, and I had to say, yes, it's going to be worth it. And and it actually was like, we we really enjoyed sailing in an interior. It was probably about the best sleep we had gotten in oh a long gosh, time. The room was so dark. It yeah, was wonderful. It's just- pitch black you know uh, we didn't hear so our many neighbors. it yeah. wasn't loud the waves kind of just lull you to sleep it perfect actually that's great i can't i can't remember did the inside state rooms on the fantasy have the magic portholes or no mm-hmm. yes yeah that yes, was really really cool i think some of them do i don't know that all of them do ours room did for sure and the, there were little little pixar animations that happened throughout the whole yeah because of course it was still like themed just like that which was a really cool extra touch russell along with the balloons coming by and like dash would zoom on the water and yeah yeah, it was was really really fun so Lindsay, how far apart do you you had sailed disney cruise line once before like how how far prior to this cruise had that had that been so that cruise was in july uh excuse me june of 2015 so before the fantasies dry dock little refurb there. So before Sweet On You. So like seven um, years almost. But okay, so it's been quite a while. Been quite a while. All right. Well, you roll up to the ship. We always like to start. You roll up to the ship. It's in your first look at a Disney Cruise Line ship, I think. You know, were you like, I'm ex- I'm excited to get on board? Or like, what was what, what was going through your mind as you roll up? You see the ship, you're you know going through the terminal, that kind of stuff. You getting excited? Yes. Uh, so like leading up to it, uh, we were maybe cutting it close a little bit with our, our time frame arrival to yeah. the port. So we, we flew in the day before, but, you know, because we booked it so late, transportation through Disney was already full. It wasn't available. We said, again, mm-hmm. oh, no problem. We stayed one night at Saratoga Springs and we called an Uber to take us to the port. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And yeah. an Uber pulls up and it's a Tesla. And we're like, ooh, we're going to oh, ride cool. in style. It's great. Right. We get in the Tesla. Oh, no. I already know where this is going. The Tesla driver <laughs> turns around and says, I have to charge the vehicle. And we looked at our... We're like, like, are you kidding us? We Like, we have a time constraint right <laughs> our now. Our check-in is, like, happening very soon. Yeah. Like, we only so we had to, unfortunately, time. cancel that and then reschedule and another, one. another one. And then and that guy was great. It was a normal yeah, gas-powered vehicle. <laughs> so. the, the only time where electric is inconvenient, right? But, yeah, get, uh, getting there. So... Of course, I've, I've seen, you know, little uh, clips of, you know, the, the actual Disney port and not many other companies have their own specific isolated uh, location. And so uh, it was it was pretty cool to, to kind of see that. And then walking in, we felt a little rushed, of course. Again, my wife kind of being like, 
very I know, I was regimented. All we, we'd like <laughs> over late to our check-in port arrival time because of the Tesla, unfortunately. And then just the traffic. I mean, every everybody just you, trying you to get in. You know how it is trying to get into Port Hamlet. It's, it's a mess. But everybody was so hospitable. And just, of course, you know, the, the little kids just bring in extra joy because they're just so excited. And, you know, you, you just can't be... Uh, a grumpy 30 year old, <laughs> you know, uh, with all these little kids around. So you're, you're just like starting to vibe off of their energy. And then it started getting real, you know, actually, I, so I, I coach athletes uh, semi-professionally. And so like, I'm actually trying to watch a wrestling match on my phone. For a client. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, we're walking and Lindsay is trying to like, anxiously and like very politely say like honey get Put the heck off away. the phone already Put your phone away. and a magical thing is going yeah, to happen and, and, I, and i'm like mildly getting annoyed you know because like my my athlete's about to be up here soon and then i'm like all right fine it, like we have time and i put it in my pocket and then you know we get asked by they do the entrance right? yeah they welcome the danger that was, field that and- was really cool because of course you know this is like our first official trip you know outside of of course the the honeymoon and that was really sweet and and very nice and then we immediately just went and got drinks yeah because I, <laughs> I, I knew he needed to watch that so i said look at the atrium okay take my hand and we went over to preludes and i sat him down i said just sit right there yeah <laughs> please so great Still. great first uh introductory to it. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear your comments about, oh, the kids bringing a positive energy. Because one thing I wanted to ask is, did you get into the terminal, see a bunch of little kids and go, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into for the next one? <laughs> we were barely in the terminal because by the time we checked in, they were like, well, your number's been called. You can go. Yeah. And so we walked right on through. Yeah. And, and honestly, being around the kids, I, I mean, you have to be a little open to being around children all if the time. you're going to go on the And I, I feel like most Disney adult fans have that childlike heart still and can respect like families and like we're all there to have a good time together and we we like to believe that we're pretty patient so if there is like a little bit of screaming or just just again pure screaming from excitement or (laughs) or uh, a little frustration you know we're we're pretty patient with it heading into the cruise like what were the things you were most looking forward to or hoping to do on the ship and you know did you get them did you get to do those things did you get to have those experiences so yeah what maybe a couple things that you were each looking forward to so i know being a huge marvel fan i was excited about the possibility because it's not guaranteed of seeing ant-man uh as as a premiere uh so that was something that i was really looking forward to and our cruise director uh we had like seen her walking through the hallway and and we kind of like subtly asked and and she's like you know maybe hopefully you know and and we're like okay (laughs) you know know? um but of course you know anything can happen because i from our understanding they actually deliver it in person but yeah we i i was definitely looking forward to that the most and and it turned out to be the case and it was a great great showing and of course you have like Again, raging fans around you. So it was a, a super cool experience. I, having been on a Disney ship before, I knew what to expect, but I was just really excited to experience it with my husband as opposed to being with my my family. It's just a totally different experience, right? It's like going to Disney with your family as a kid and then going back with your friends. So I, I was just excited to see the, the new things that I hadn't seen on the ship and watch him experience it and relax because so many of the trips we'd taken leading up to the wedding were about the wedding and about planning. And because we had planned it so last minute, I didn't really get my hopes up about anything right. <laughs> because we didn't know what to expect. So I, f- I find when Sam and I sail without Nathan, we tend to spend our time differently on board and in different places a little bit, right? So when he's with us, we don't get to spend a ton of time in the adult pool area. Now that he goes to the kids club a lot, we, we get some time there. But if it's just the two of us, main deck pool area, forget it. Like we're in the adult pool area 99% of the time. Did you find yourself gravitating to some of those adult spaces on the ship, like the adult pool areas, the adult area, the bars, the, the spa, like that kind of stuff? Or you know, did you feel like, oh, no, we had a full Disney experience. We, we hung out. We watched Funnel Vision, you know, that, that sort of thing. Like, how did you spend your time on board? As far as the pool, yeah, we we exclusively spent the time in the adult section just because like if we're going to go to the pool, like I'm going to relax, you know, and we're also very fair skinned. So we need the shade and the most shade is at the, is at the adult pool. Yeah, and you're right. 
yeah, we just, you know, sunscreen is your friend. And we also try to stay busy the whole time, right? Like if we're going to go, like, let's, let's pay attention to the schedule. So we worked out most mornings, but like, we're also very, we're very active. Vincent works in the fitness industry. So we were, yeah, trying to take advantage of all the adult spaces, but I think we still got it. I mean, we still went on the water. Oh yeah. We still did it all. We still like (laughs) popped over to Funnel Vision and, 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 and rode the aqueduct and, and went to things in the D lounge, but we also took full advantage of the adult offerings too. Nice. Which, uh, which dinner seating did you all have? Did you have late dining? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I wanted that because I, I didn't want to eat dinner and then fall asleep in the show. <laughs> like, cause once I get full, I get sleepy. So I wanted to be able to go to the show and really and experience that. And with my family before we had had late dining and I remember loving that. So, mm-hmm. and that was all that was left at 31 days out. So <laughs> that, that's a, that's a great point though. I mean, we always tell people who ask if they're, if you're sailing adults only, whether you're booking early or booking late, I would highly recommend late dinner i i honestly think it's a the show experience is usually a little bit better seeing the first show than the second show only because the theater is a little bit quieter as brian mentioned on one of our recent shows you know we had not so great of an experience in the theater when we had main dining because it was quite loud and we expect that right when we're on a ship when we're on a disney ship and there's tons of kids and lots of really little kids we know that the early dinner with a late show is going to have a lot more young kids. And so if you're traveling either with older kids or without kids, I highly recommend late dinner. And then if you're you're still awake, I mean, you just go to the adults-only bars and stuff and go see Match Your Maid or whatever else is going on in, in those spaces after dinner. It's kind of perfect. Go have a drink, right? I mean, there's plenty to explore. I also love late dining. And I've said this before too, from the standpoint of I can stay by the pool a little bit. Like the pool clears out for main dining. All those kids go and then suddenly there's a lot of space in the pool and the pool area. You get like, you know, at least an hour, if not a couple of extra hours just sitting by the pool, relaxing uh, and what's still a really nice part of the day. So I, I, I really love that. Did you find yourself? So like our MO when we're sailing adults only, like we, we hang up by the pool, then, you know, Sam wants to go see the show. I sometimes go, people know I'm not like the Broadway person. I sometimes go, I sometimes go find myself a martini. And then, you know, we love the little sort of, I call it, you know, the hour between show and dinner is great people watching. So we love to do that, have a drink, dinner. And then we always found ourselves just like immediately, especially in the fantasy and the dream where they have that like a dedicated adult area. Like it seemed to bleed seamlessly into all the evening's adult activities. Like you'd head out, you'd play a game, then the comedian or whatever act they were going to have, or, you know, it was comes on and it just kind of like all ran together into one thing. Did you find yourself getting into those adult activities in the evening and you're on the fantasy? So it would have been the tube where we did you did you take advantage of the tube? Yeah, yeah. yeah a couple of times we did. We saw the there, there was an acapella show the, the first evening. And so we did see the main show. And then the next night during formal night, they had an adult acapella show. So we saw that one and we did the silent disco and that was super fun. The silent was- dance party, however they call it. Highly recommended for anybody, (laughs) of course, on on DCO, but for anybody who ever wants to experience that, it's hilarious. (laughs) We, because we just naturally get up very early in our regular lives, we still end up getting up early. Still going to bed relatively early. So we, we kind of, some nights we got sleepy unintentionally. And then there were a couple nights where we were up till like two o'clock and we were like, oh, we have to go to bed now. Like there's another day happening. So... Yeah, it was kind of both. Would you like a chance to sail with the DCL Duo? Well, we have an opportunity for you. That's right. Next June is going to be our first ever inaugural DCL Duo podcast cruise. And we have a fun lineup of stuff on its way for that sailing. We're going to be on the magic for a three-night Bahamian sailing out of Fort Lauderdale on June 19th next year, 2024, with a stop at Lighthouse Point, one of the first sailings to go to Lighthouse Point. We are so excited to welcome all of you 
you, our listeners and fans out there, to join us on this sailing. We've got some special things we want to do, including potentially an onboard recording of the podcast, which will just be so much fun. If you are interested in sailing with us, we would love to meet you. We always love to meet and interact with our listeners. So if you're interested, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash Duo. That's mypathunwinding.com slash Duo. Let them know you're interested in this sailing. We have a room block reserved, which means you've got opening day pricing locked in for some of our remaining rooms. So head over there, check it out. We'd love to see you on board with that. Thanks to My Path Unwinding Travel for sponsoring the show. And now back to the episode. I want to ask about, you mentioned you did a shore excursion in Cozumel. And I wanted to ask, because sometimes Disney does adult exclusive shore excursions. And so they'll, you know, they'll do one tour families and a similar tour, just adults. Did you get to take advantage of of any of those? And, you know, what did you think of the shore excursion you did in Cozumel? I, I mean, I to start, I think Cozumel and any itinerary that's a Western Caribbean itinerary, I think it's a good like starter itinerary, right? You know, like you get some good places to see, but like you're not feeling a ton of pressure to like really experience the place, right? That they're just sort of they're like good ports, right? They're great ports and they're are good ports, no bad ports. Um, and so we we did book an excursion. It was the tequila, chocolate, and honey tasting. And so we we're thinking there were probably going to be no kids. Not that we booked it because we didn't want to be around kids, but we just figured there probably wouldn't be. And there there were a few. There were a few. There was like a toddler and like a four year old. They didn't really understand what was going on, which was fine. But we were just no. There were like two younger, maybe like elementary school. Yeah, kids too. maybe oh. we we also kind of bled in and out with the several groups who were all doing that excursion. Um, but it was a nice excursion. I mean, we saw a lot of the island and and learn the history. Yeah, of, that was like, really tequila cool. Making and ceremonial history of cacao and honey and you know, yeah. learn all about the bees, save the bees. You know, like that was it was really cool to go to the Mayan bee sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So I'm also a big fan of tequila, chocolate and honey. So I was expecting a little bit more of the samplings. Uh, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, but it was uh, just enough, you know, to wet your palate per se. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I could have gone for a little bit more, but that's about it. <laughs> but it also wasn't a very expensive excursion. I, I think it was maybe $60 a person. And for yeah. the fact, too, that it was, you know, about with travel, of course, right? Like actually at each point along the excursion you know we weren't there that long but for the for the traveling and everything it was like over three hours yeah or it was so. almost, i think it was almost four hours yeah. but it it was so, i mean a, it, it was, was super reasonable blend of everything and by the time it was done we were ready to get back on the ship so you had cozumel as one of your stops what was your other stop was it grand cayman or yeah, grand cayman, grand and, cayman and, jamaica. and jamaica we we got off the ship in grand cayman and kind of walked around and said hmm. Okay. Yeah, because we didn't have anything planned for that day. Yeah. And and we didn't have any excursion in Jamaica either. And we got up on the day that we were in Jamaica and we looked off the ship and we said, okay, that's Jamaica. And then we turned around and went to trivia. You know, like we just, we were more interested in what was happening on the ship for that itinerary. I'd also, that was the same exact itinerary that I'd sailed with my family before. So I kind of had remembered our experience and I, I wanted to take advantage of the ship during those ports so that we could spend the most time when we were on the island when we were in Castaway Key. Grand Cayman is a tender port, if I remember correctly. Yes. That was interesting. Tendering in in the Grand Cayman took like an hour to get to shore. And then even coming back was uh, not as long, but... It was so quick though, but to get there after the waiting, and we didn't mind waiting in the the theater Mm -hmm. because we didn't have an excursion booked and we understood we were going to wait and we weren't in a rush. But it took a very long time. It's it's so interesting those tenders. Uh, I I also look at it and go, man, if only there was a company that had developed a virtual queue system that you could just reserve a spot in line to get on a boat, <laughs> so you'd have to wait in a theater. I I can't think of a company that's done that. But um, oh well. That's a great idea, Brian. You should recommend that to someone. I'm I'm full of them. If there's any Disney execs out there listening, we got tons of great ideas. Just roll through the back catalog. Uh, and, and apparently, and apparently, a lot of the other cruise lines, by the way, do a virtual queue for their tender. Boats, so it's not even no. 
Brian's like joking when he says that this isn't a thing. This is a thing. They do it on other cruise lines. Uh, they just don't do it on Disney. I mean, if, if they'd also only developed a wearable piece of technology that you could use to <laughs> unlock your door and charge things. I, uh, I mean, no other cruise line has been doing that for yeah, years. Yeah, so, but, uh, no, but he's uh, talking about these babies. He's talking about an Apple oh, Watch uh, instead gotcha. of having to do it on a Disney band, right? I I was re- I was referring to the band plus, but yes, dear Disney, if you could light up the same experience you give me at WDW <laughs> on board the ship with my Apple Watch, I would certainly love that better. But anyway, anyway, uh, I digress. So <laughs> you mostly stayed on board for the other two ports. Let me ask this: since we're talking about kind of the adults only cruising, what are some tips and takeaways you had sailing as adults? Like things that you're like, don't miss this. You mentioned the champagne tasting. I don't know how that oh, how that sat with the two wonderful. of you. Oh man! Yeah. yeah. Yep. What are some of those experiences that you feel like these are adult only experiences you you sort of ought to try to have on board a Disney cruise? I think leaning into your interests, right? You know, like don't get too caught up in trying to experience everything unless you want to. But if you lean into what you know you already like, then you're going to probably have a good time, right? And we really love champagne. It's something that we've fallen into, not intentionally. We're just kind of are now champagne lovers. Yeah, it's not like an issue though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we have our favorite brands and, you know, and and when that, when that tasting popped up, I said, oh, it's on Valentine's Day. Like how romantic, you know? And of course, I wasn't aware. Like I that it was Valentine's Day. He was like, sure, okay. I was like, you know, um, but it it was great. And and the the crew member that that hosted was phenomenal. She's super educated. The sommelier for Paolo and Remy. I think she's both. And and because it was Valentine's Day, we got an extra glass of like a yeah, rose and like champagne and like chocolate extra chocolates and, and yeah, and it was, was very sweet. really great. And so we enjoyed that because we like champagne. And and then we went to trivia with the topics that interested us. Like we're a huge Marvel fans, so we went to Marvel trivia and mm-hmm. we did a Disney trivia and. Yeah. Oh, the drawings. So oh, I, yeah. I, I think we both have a, a very creative side, I would like to say. And so being able to go to some of the drawings. The animation uh, the, classes. Yeah, that was really, really fun. Again, definitely felt like a little kid again. We did that for Pixar on Pixar Day at Sea and we, we, we got to draw Merida. That was fun. Yeah. I love to cook. So we did the anyone can cook. There was also a... Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to speak it was into great. it more. It was, okay. it was great. The, the chef from from Remy was very personable and very knowledgeable, and he interacted with the kids oh, so really beautifully. Cute. And that's something that we really love is is watching relational things happen. And and so it was fun to watch him cook, but it was also really fun to watch him engage the kid through that. So it's kind of like a double show because they're like, "What's your favorite food?" And he's talking, <laughs> about, and then he's talking to them like they're adults, right? Like like. He wasn't. He's like, do you do you like uh, cheese sandwiches? You know, you know like, all like the grilled things. cheese, and it was really, it was yeah, really it was, great. It was cute. So, because you all are fitness enthusiasts, I'll say, did you spend a lot of time in the gym? I know you said you worked out every morning, but did you did you do that in the gym, or were you like running around the deck? And did you get any time in the spa? I feel like that's you know that sort of goes hand in hand. You know, when you work out, then you you sometimes need a good massage, right? I, I agree. And so actually at that time was still relatively be- the beginning of my marathon training. Uh, so I had actually just completed one of my first marathons officially a couple of weeks ago. And so at the very beginning, you know, I'm doing these long runs, relatively long on the treadmill and it's stifling in there. It, they need to need to work on the air. <laughs> that, that that was my only request, and and so you know, of course, it's beautiful with the with the windows and the See, sun is and coming in, uh, but the sun heats everything up very quickly. And of course, you have all of these electrical treadmills just easy. going around, and so uh, I was drenched <laughs> like within like five minutes. Uh, but we didn't really take advantage of the spa a hundred percent because we had just visited the spa in a, in a in, and yeah. had the most amazing experience so not not that i was thinking it was gonna be less than on board i mean it's really hard to try and top have you you guys been yes and that that the outdoor rainforest area i'll call it i don't even know if it's called the rainforest but that outdoor area is so is so wonderful and you can spend time there if you're getting a spa treatment before after as opposed to in the spa on the cruise line 
you have to pay separately to get access to the rainforest room. So it's a little bit less, I think, less enticing when you're paying that extra amount. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it is the Elani spa is a lovely spa. I will say I think senses is lovely as well. But I can understand opting to skip the massage on board. I'm curious, Vincent, did you do any of your running out on deck four on the on the promenade deck? Uh, I I tried, but <laughs> it's so. Windy. It was really windy the when we went. Cruise was, it was, was really like windy, almost violently windy some days. Like I like the the one time we were even just walking and we're like drifting, you know, <laughs> and and the boat wasn't really it was wasn't the boat's fault or anything, no, you know, wind. it was just the wind. So yeah, I. I kind of stuck to on the treadmill and then of course, just walking around. I mean, every single day, you know, from one end to the other end of, of the ship, you know, you can definitely accumulate a couple of thousand, uh, not nearly me- as many steps, maybe in the parks, but still a, a decent number. Plenty of steps. Um, but I think the, the coolest thing was being able to run the uh, little 5k off the island. Yeah, that was really, really fun. What did you think, Vincent, of Castaway Key overall? Was it an enjoyable stop for you? Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Just for, first off, the attention to detail, you know, and I, I can definitely appreciate things I feel like a little bit more. So again, for anybody who has Disney Plus, Linz and I have fallen in love with the Imagineering mini docu-series, the this, this six episodes there. And so just being able to understand that, you know, there was so much thoughtfulness that went into like every single placement of even just a little anchor or just even like the stroke of a paintbrush to make something look like as if it were weathered or something like that. Uh, that was really fun. And of course, being able to explore the island a little bit more from the running aspect of it, you know, going into different areas that maybe not everybody would be going into is really neat. But yeah, overall was just amazing. The food was delicious as well. The service, I feel like they they oh deserve gosh. a medal for just like trekking through the sand and the bringing drinks. <laughs> and with a smile on the face the whole time, I would fall over <laughs> like trying to carry that in the sand. <laughs> did you guys spend a lot of time at Serenity Bay or did you spend your time at the family beach or or both? We spent our entire time at Serenity Bay. We just we just wanted to and I I had done some research and figured that that was just probably where we would want to spend the majority of our day. And the, the water at, at both beaches, but especially at Serenity Bay, is so turquoise blue. He got mm. some beautiful pictures there. So good. Um, and Vincent learned the value of sunscreen. <laughs> I did put sunscreen on but when he, I went running. He did not. But I didn't reapply. reapply. Even <laughs> so. when, after my, I encouraged gently, you know. So you sweat off him. all your sunscreen and then did not have any sunscreen is basically what Lindsay is and saying. Then, and then swam in the ocean and then still like didn't just, put any on. Just like waded in the ocean. I mean like... With, when it was... It's not murky. It's clear. Crystal clear. And it's And so it just reflects different. even more. Yes. Very um, he was He was almost purple. And, and ah. it was it was almost purple. Yeah. Thankfully, Paolo, there's so much red in the theming, like in the upholstery and in the lights. So like the photos we took, it just looks like the red has reflected. Is like reflecting. In, in reality. <laughs> but nobody knew. He was burnt to a crisp. So we've we've talked around it a bit, but we gotta talk food. So Lindsay, it's been seven years for you. So I don't know what memories you had of the food. Vincent, your first time with Disney Cruise Line. Let's start with main dining. Was it good or just okay? I think there's plenty of great options and then plenty of good options, right? And and I listened to one show where one of your, your guests had described it as like basically catering food. And that's essentially what it is, right? Like they have to mass produce it somehow to be efficient. And we went in understanding that. And so there were some things that we were like, that's tasty. I don't want it again, you know. And then there were other <laughs> things that were really great. Yeah, a lot of the seafood was just too good. It, oh, was, it was so good, amazing, so good. We did not go to dinner on the night of Pixar Day at Sea because that day the water was incredibly rough, the, like really choppy, and like twenty foot waves. Like lots of people ended up just like yeah. Not going to. So we just had uh, soup. I had soup in my room. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I have to lay down. But it was, everything else, all the room service was great. We ordered the cheese plate several times to the room. Yes. Um, all hands on deck. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yes. The cheese, the all hands on deck cheese plate. 
as far as rotational dining, I re- I remembered going to rotational dining and and I remembered really loving it because you get to see so much, right? And and we ended up with really great wait staff. Oh my gosh. And of course, of course, all of the crew Marco members, and they they really make it. The crew does. You know, like you could have a great dinner, but if your crew isn't so great, I feel like it's gonna kind of spoil dinner. But I've I've never had a bad experience with any Disney cast member. And I think the 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 crew on board. The ships are just a, even of a different breed, right? Like they so want to be there and they so want to be in Navi. service. Navi was our second server. There it goes, friends. <laughs> and it, yeah, we had a great time though. Was it ask any, um, Vincent, any standout dishes for you? Anything you remember? You're like, oh, next time I'm on board, I got to get one of those again. Yeah, I, I mean, I, ab- yeah, absolutely. So I am most certainly... A, a carnivore eater being a, a fitness professional. So I recommend definitely getting a few fillets. The the fillets were just top notch. Uh, that was amazing. And then I think the other things that I would recommend is getting multiple dessert options. So that that way, you know, you and your partner can share, you know, and, and not just limit yourself to like one thing or the other. I mean, the creme brulee typically was really very good. Uh, all I'm the trying souffles, to think. all the souffles. Well, there you have it. There, there you have it. A fitness professional recommending dessert. I, I like know. it. And, more yeah, than, and multiple course. desserts. I'm going to show this clip to our trainer and say we're uh, Vincent's our new guy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I love it. Not 90, 10 percent, 90, 10 percent. But then when you're on vacation. 50-50. All, all bets are off. Yeah, my dietitian would disagree with you there, Vincent. <laughs> so I got to ask Palo Dinner. You mentioned you, you know, look, when you booked this late, you had sort of some things that you could and couldn't get. When you got on board, is that when you got your Palo Dinner or did you get it through stalking the app beforehand? No, I, I booked it through the app. I It was like 6 a.m. one morning I woke up and like, Furiously refreshing. I really wanted to get a Palo brunch. I obviously didn't. I got Palo dinner and I, I booked it for the last night of our cruise because it was like a special send off kind of thing. I was uh, like, I'm just happy to get what we could get. So, what did you think about Palo dinner and what did, what did you have? Like, we inquiring minds want to know. It, it was wonderful. And and on my family's cruise before, my parents went to Rummy and and we as a family did not do specialty dining. So I didn't have any expectations there. I didn't I, I had seen photos, you know, but didn't know exactly what to expect. It was it was lovely. I think the the thing that set the tone was walking in and our server pulling out the table so that we could get into the booth. Yeah, so we didn't have to like awkwardly scoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're a lobster. I'm imagining you as a lobster. Like scooting in a suit (laughs) in again, very clingy. So I was very grateful that, you know, they were, they're very professional and polite. Went to the table back and and yeah, that was great. All right. So what did you have? What did you eat? (laughs) We started with uh, lemon, lemon teenies, lemon martinis. And then we had the, the little amuse bouche that they give you, like like singular gnocchi is so lovely. I had the caprese salad and like, it's simple, right? It's mozzarella and it's tomatoes, but there was something about the quality of the balsamic and the quality of the olive oil that they use. It just was like a different experience combined with all the bread Yes, that balsamic is so good. Mm. And the mozzarella that they use, they're using a burrata specifically, and it's just such a high quality. You're speaking my love language, (laughs) Lindsay. I'm like, I'm I'm imagining it like eating it right now as we're talking because I love it so much. Yeah. And I I would spread the cheese, the burrata on the... um, the like it looks like naan, but it's not. It's that it's like kind of triangle shaped bread. It's got all that pesto on the top. It's a pizza crust, basically. Yes, yeah. Yes. But it comes out so warm and steamy and it like it just melted so beautifully with my salad. I was like, you know, I used all my self-control to not lick the plate to finish it off. Um, and Vincent had the calamari. The which calamari was, was excellent. Great. Excellent. Yeah. With the largest shrimp you've ever seen in your entire life. Right. The huge. the temper the tempura shrimp was huge. Uh, but again, delicious. And we, we both had the arugula salad with a big sheets of pecorino romano on it. So good. I had the salmon and Vincent had uh, the steak. So. Yeah. Another filet. <laughs> uh, so dessert, I'm assuming you mentioned souffles earlier. So you must have had the souffle in Palo. I did. I had the chocolate souffle and it was fantastic. 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Vincent had, um, did you also have a souffle? No, I think we just shared. Yes, we, yes, we only had one yeah. souffle. We controlled ourselves. That night. I don't know how. Well, Sam will not allow a show to happen without discussing the Broadway style shows on board Disney Cruise Line. So what'd you think? What'd you think of the shows? Did you make it to the shows? I love them. I I had no clue what to expect, of course. We went to every show that we could because I grew up with a music background. And so I wanted to go, you know, and and Vincent, thank thank goodness, appreciates the arts. And so, yeah, we we really enjoyed all of them. Frozen, especially because Frozen fell on a day at sea, they added an extra matinee, uh, an afternoon matinee. It was so well. I think they did it because of the Ant-Man premiere. And I love how they do the show. I don't want to spoil too much about how it's done, but the way that they portray Anna and Elsa's children and Olaf is so perfect. Yeah, and I didn't so know creative. how, you know, it was a surprise to me. Very creative, very well done. And then Aladdin uh, Aladdin was amazing. Yep. And, you know, believe for a man and his flower is just so, so <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah, a man and his flower. It, it, yeah, it's it's a great show, and I'd seen it before, but they'd updated it since since I'd seen it, and and that was really fun. I love all the notice. pop culture references. Oh yeah, as well. I just think it's it's so funny. Our to... genie was great. Our genie made it. That so. was really cool too. All right. Well, as I wind us down here, because we have to do a rapid fire round, I want to just ask one question: Are you going back? Any plans to sail Disney yeah. Cruise Line again? Did you get a placeholder? Yeah. Place yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get a placeholder um, because we we are sailing in December, but we are sailing with Virgin Voyages. So one extreme to the other, but nothing I think will match Disney as far as overall experience. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really want to get us on the wish, but I think the only way I want to do it is on a back to back sailing. I just I don't I don't want to get on a ship and get off three days later. Like that's just not, not enough time for me. And I, I have clients that that do the shorter cruises and it works for them. But like, if I'm going on a cruise, like I want to go on the cruise, mm-hmm. right? So I'm looking into back-to-back sailings on the wish, or we could just wait till the treasure, you know, and then just do another gauntlet type deal. Well, I think we have reached that point in the show where I need to hand you over to Sam for some arbitrary questions, some arbitrary rules and a dash of judgment or the round we call rapid fire. So Sam, take it away. Why, thank you, Brian. All right. Lindsay knows about this, but Vincent, you are new to our show. So I'm going to ask you a couple of Disney favorites, general Disney favorites, and then I'm going to ask you your Disney Cruise Line favorites. And because you've only been on this one cruise, you have to limit your answers to things you've personally experienced yourself. So who is your favorite Disney or Pixar character? Lindsay, we're going to start with you. Alice in Wonderland. Nice. Vincent. Uh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Nice. All right. What is your favorite Disney or Pixar movie, Vincent? Oh, uh... Toy Story. Gotta gotta keep the theme going. Mine's mine is Ratatouille. Oh yes. Lindsay, yeah. you've already won. I'm sorry. <laughs> the game's over. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna keep going though. So Lindsay, what's your favorite Disney song? Probably La Festin from Ratatouille. Uh we had our bridal party walk into our ceremony with that song. Oh, I love that. I love trains, and so uh, nothing... <laughs> I should have said this. <laughs> nothing can stop us now. But that's the song we walked out of our ceremony to. From, from Runaway Railway. Yes, I love it. not ride. Yeah. Those are great songs, both of you. Good job. I have to congratulate you both. But now we're moving on to the cruise. So from the cruise line, favorite stage show, Vincent. Uh, Aladdin. Lindsay. Frozen. Yes, Lindsay. You're you're winning. You're still winning, Lindsay. <laughs> All right. Is this like whose line is it anyway, though, where the points are made up and they don't matter? Exactly. That is, is exactly this, okay, right. Okay. okay. All right. The only winner at the end of Rapid Fire is me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Favorite bar space on board, Lindsay. I am going to say ooh la la because I like the fluffy couches. Oh man. I like the fluffy couches. But I I I have a judgment personally. Why did they have to pick the curls MT font to spell out the ooh la la signage? Like it just reads very like limited 90s to like wor- word art. 2000. Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a silly judgment, but everything but the font is what I I love about that space. Uh I I love 
England. And so, uh, O'Gills. yeah. The okay. tube or, yeah. O-G- or, or O'Gills? Oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking the, the tube, tube. Okay. but yeah. Both, I Both. guess. Sure. <laughs> All right. I meant the tube, but thanks, Lynn. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> okay. Favorite space on the ship other than the bar we just mentioned? I really love Satellite Falls. I think it can be so quiet and serene up there, but you still get good sea views. So yeah, that, that space of the adult deck. Uh, I like the, not the atrium. Is it the atrium? Yeah, the main. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just love that, how open it is. Uh, it was really cool when we went, it was Pixar day at sea. And so like the little green army men are like crawling around. So that was really cool. That was like my favorite space. Cause everybody is just super interactive and happy and excited. Awesome. Okay. Favorite activity to do on board the Disney ship? Vincent, we'll start with you. I was going to say we should probably just say it together because I feel like I know it, but maybe I'm wrong again. Uh, trivia. I was going to say trivia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Closely followed by napkin folding. Oh. I really enjoyed napkin folding. Yeah. That was good. And the DVC member party. That was that was a fun time. It was, it was nice. You don't hear that quite often, I will say. I mean, the free drink is good, but I don't want to hear their spiel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite rotational dining, Lindsay. I am going to say, I'm going to say Animator's Palette for the experience. Mm. It's not my favorite in terms of decor. It's really busy, but but I, I think overall experience is Animator's Palette. Yeah, that was really cool. Like just listening to Crush. I'm going to echo that. I I ditto. We, we he did not experience animation night though because that was the night we went to Palo, so his he's only experienced crutch. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Last question of rapid fire. I ask the same question to everyone. What is your bucket list cruise? You could go anywhere in the world on Disney Cruise Line. It doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise Line currently sails. Where are you going, Lindsay? I need hmm. I need a minimum. 30 night around the world sailing. Like it needs to be multiple continents. I need at least a month away on a ship. And I'd really like it to be on a Triton class ship just for the like new vibes, you know? Love it. Love it. All right, Vincent, what about you? Uh, I wouldn't mind going over to Hawaii. And and maybe a stop at Aulani for a couple of days. Exactly. <laughs> well. Exactly. Coalina, here we come. We could do a land and sea that way, you know. <laughs> we we had a guest who did that, Jonathan. We have a show with him. He flew to Hawaii, did a few days at Aulani, and then did the sailing that left from Honolulu and had a fabulous time. So it is definitely you can do a land and sea with Hawaii now. Um and Aulani is pretty much other than a cruise ship, the best place to be on planet earth, in my opinion. So, well, thanks for playing you guys. As I said, you, you both won. win, but I really <laughs> win. So who knows? it doesn't matter who wins. We had fun. <laughs> Can you tell she's competitive folks? She wins somehow in this rapid fire round where they get to answer the questions. There you go. Lindsay, you are a travel agent yourself. We always love to uh, let our travel agent friends plug their uh, their businesses. So do you want to let folks know how they can reach you if they want to book their next fabulous Disney cruise? Yeah, yeah. I, I work with Wanderlust Journeys. We are an independent travel agency based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but uh, only a few of us actually live in Pittsburgh. I, I don't. We, we, we don't. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Wanderlust Lens, spelled L-Y-N-D-S. Um, or you can find us on our website, wanderlustjourneys.net. And we will be sure to link to those in our show notes. So if folks need to find them later, they can head there. But for now, Lindsay, Vincent, really great having you on. We absolutely want to have you back to talk all things Virgin Voyages after that sailing so we can get that fun compare and contrast between your two experiences. But for now, we'll just say thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experiences with our listeners. Oh my gosh. Thank you, guys. Thank this you was so super much. fun. A big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all 
all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon if you'd like to help support the show. We really, truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.